Okay, so found an apple pip in my trousers. Excuse me. <laughs> I just found an apple pip in my trousers. When did you last eat an apple? About thirty seconds. A minute ago. and a half ago. Fine. We were watching Fine. him do it. It's not the frequency of apple consumption. I've never is, had an cause... apple up my dick. You know, I've never had apple in my pants. He didn't say it was up his dick. He said, he said it was it in his pants. pants. He, he could be fucking feral. Who knows since he last washed down there. But it was a recent apple. I've May not have been a recent apple today. pip. Have you? Well, That's have abnormal. You in what? An orchard? <laughs> Why have you had two showers? Well, I had a shower when I got up because that's what I did. And that's then I went did. for a run. For a run. And I had a shower oh. after my run. I've got to be honest with you. That's not an uncommon feat mm. in my house. Well, when I was a kid, yeah. my mum used to say, don't swallow your apple pips, otherwise an apple will grow up your ass. So maybe <laughs> if you're sticking apple pips up your willy, then your a whole apple will come so out of your mouth. Blunt. I thought you were going to say, like, and an apple will grow in your tummy. No, up your ass. Well, she probably didn't say ass. She would have said, an apple oh. tree will grow out of your bottom, Richard. Oh, right. I'm certain she wasn't that uh, coarse when we were young. Fine. Fine. She'd be disappointed to hear this. I think she's given up listening, to be honest with you. Oh, well. She used to listen. I think she's throwing the I was going to say we're not recording, but we we've are. Gone, we've gone down. We've gone down. Sorry, we're supposed to be doing it in less than 10 minutes and I've done 20 already. So, <laughs> sorry, everyone. 1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 397. Sketch 588. Music tech. So, two-parter, by which I mean two-hander. Dan, would you like to be Tom? And Rich, can you be Joe? Presumably four hands. Anyway, no, we'll ignore it. Two parts would be four hands for us. Oh, don't bring that in. You're bringing that in now. (laughs) (laughs) Imagery, mate. It's just a word. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Oh, I'm going to table a motion and say you're a dick. What, are you going to bring a whole table in? (laughs) Who's chairing the meeting? What do you mean, is he made of chairs? Just wait one fucking second. (laughs) A, it was Alistair that brought up the parter versus hander comparison, in his own words. And B, seriously, of all the people in the world, for you three to argue that I shouldn't be pedantic... I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, Rich, don't tell me that, I mean, that, Nora. Oh, Rich Alistair, tiny bit. Oh, yeah. Nora's excused no, from that. I don't know. Oh, well, I'm a poacher turned gamekeeper. There's a, there's I don't, an I'm not of, really. It's just an image. There's an element of pedantry to thanks for asking, I think. Oh. It's not pedantry. It's just uh, fucking infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know. I like to know a lot of detail if something odd, such as the apple pit, is brought up. I'd like to know a lot Bro- of what's Brought going up from on. where? The what? Urethra? From, uh, That's what well, I wanted to know. No, it was sort of trapped in my waistband. How? Oh, you, come on. This is getting less exciting. Us, I mean, you've already told us your belt is off this evening. That's which true. Is information yeah. you didn't well, that, that would have your... helped its ingress, I suppose. Right. right. Let's do the sketch. <laughs> Connie Appleseed. I can't remember who I was. So well, I'll tell you what, off. I'll start and then you see if you can work out which one you are. Right, <laughs> I've got it, Tom. The most up-to-date piece of music technology possible. Even more up-to-date than vinyl. Damn straight. How about 3D music? Cool. How would that work? 
Some sort of open source flak.wav zip that allows modulated interface. I'll admit, I don't have a fucking clue what I'm talking about. No, 3D <laughs> music. What you do is you get musical people in a room playing musical instruments and that, and then you go there too. Wow, that is totally 3D. Brilliant, Joe. But to truly make your fortune on this, you need to make it interactive. Oh, okay. So you could do that by throwing your knickers at the musicians. Uh, fruit parts excluded. Uh, and they might, <laughs> And they might totally sniff them. Or, if you've got any bats handy, you could throw them too. I mean, you could throw pretty much anything. Or, alternately, you could interact with the 3D music in the 3D music room by ignoring it and going to the 3D bar. Wow, will there be a bar? Yeah! Although normally, quite a crap one. Hey, a bar's a bar. Don't get crotchety. Good music joke, Tom. Is it? I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. How did you get this job at EMI again? I forget. Anyway, here's my other idea. When you're in the 3D music room, downloading the 3D music to your ears and interacting with some cider, you could also, like, look around the place and see if you fancy anyone. And if you do, you could say, hello, and try to touch them by mistake on purpose. On the boob. You mean 3D Tinder? I do indeed. Wowzicles. And check this, you could have 3D movies by going to a place where people act out a story which is mostly set in one room. Sounds fucking boring. Yeah, you're right. Forget that one. Right, question. If you're going to say something about consent, then (laughs) it's just a joke. There's that issue. There's that issue. We don't uh, condone people accidentally touching people. Fine. My question is this. Who wrote this? Simon and then me. Yeah. Fine. Is accidental boob touching a thing that goes on at these sorts of venues? Which one of you is the perv is what I want to know. I, I mean, I don't do it. Also, you mean do you accidental mean? on purpose? Yeah, that's what Accidental I mean. yeah. boob touching happens all the time. Sure. Like, um, <laughs> at school, <laughs> a friend of mine, I'd say when he was maybe 13, so like the worst age, just sort of started puberty, went through a push door straight into the boobs of one of our teachers <laughs> and um got so sort of deer in the headlights that just left the hand there. <laughs> and she had to sort of back away out of it she when found I... it very amusing but he i mean obviously never lived that down when i was 13 or 14 i was getting the bus to school and it was a very busy bus a couple of us were standing right near the front where the baggage rack was and then someone pulled out in front of the bus and the bus had to brake really hard sorry i just clapped Right, <laughs> really hard. I'm talking really hard, and people sort of fell over and stuff. And because I was just standing up, I just flew to the front of the bus and like slid across the floor, landed right next to the driver. And then so did this woman who was standing like four feet away from me, and she ended up like just sitting on my head. <laughs> And she had a skirt on. And then we both tried to get up, and I was just kind of inside her skirt, like a crappy Halloween costume. Woo! And then we got out, and then she was so embarrassed. Like, she was literally trying to say in a polite way, I'm sorry I just put my fanny in your face. <laughs> and then, How old were you? Like, 14. Had you paid the bus driver? <laughs> it, it was not erotic in fact it was quite rooms. painful because I just slammed into the floor the next thing I knew a big buttock went on my head not a big buttock she was a very 
I know, she was like, I don't know, 25, 30? She wasn't oh old. She was, um, she was so embarrassed. And people in the bus were oh, pissing themselves. And I was just like, don't worry, it's oh, fine, God. don't worry. And it, it hurt a bit, you know. <clears throat> so there you go. <laughs> I'd literally forgotten that story until just now. It's another classic bus tale from Richard no. Catherall, guys. I spent a lot of my time on buses. <laughs> Both of those stories are massively, massively superior to this sketch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. When you're thinking about what to cut, because we're already over 10 minutes. Yeah. When you're thinking about what to cut, <laughs> cut the fucking sketch. <laughs> Oh, oh, how rich have you never told that story? (laughs) Right, well... Oh, God! (laughs) The moral moral of the story is no inappropriate touching. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Good night, listeners. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Dan Mitchell and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow. Anyway, here's my other idea. When you're in the 3D music... (laughs) It's just smooth, isn't it? It's just elegant.